welcome to Just an Average NFL Podcast with your hosts, Daniel Hayes, Matt Baker, and Terrell Stein. Well, well, welcome into Just an Average NFL Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Hayes, with Matt Baker and Terrell Stein. And you can find us at anchor.fm backslash ABG NFL pod. You can also find us on Facebook by searching for just an average NFL podcast. You can also find us for searching that at Spotify, Apple, and just about anywhere you can get a podcast. Gentlemen, week 15 still going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> still got two games in this miserable freaking week. That's why we can't update our, our totals yet. I yeah. Mean, I, we can go ahead and give me the win if you want. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, 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 uh, but before we get into all that, tell me about this beer of the week you, uh, picked up for us here, Mr. Baker. I if, like the smell. If it gets any more delicious, I'm going to have to buy it on a regular basis, but I'm also going to need to be a millionaire. <laughs> well, what is it? It's, it's called Moon People by, uh, Jekyll Brewing in Alpharetta, Georgia. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. It says, what better refresher than what? Yeah, it says, what better? Poor English. This isn't going good for me so far. <laughs> Sure, it's not brewed here in Covington. <laughs> they need a thesaurus. Brewed down in Porter Ridge. Yeah, down there, Porter, um, Porterdale. There we go. Porterdale, whatever. What better refresher than flavors of juicy sweet tangerine in a wheat beer with a hint of coriander? Or, or our answer is Moon People. I almost read that wrong, you or did. I did read it wrong, but. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's called Moon People. It's kind of, you know... It's a tangerine wheat beer. It's yeah, really good. It's, I like it's it. It's really good. It really is. It says that it's not beer like it ought to be. Yeah. Mm. It's extremely refreshing. Um, this is this is yes. really good, like dangerous. Man, good. this right here on a... I, I, I need one of these on a hot summer day. This this can get really dangerous. I could chug yeah. like this. Yeah, literally turn like this I'd up. Like I chug a freaking Gatorade. Uh, it, but you can only do that if you're rich. Yeah, they expensive. This is a thirteen dollar <laughs> six pack. So. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it, good beer. It tastes like I, I paid money for it. Like it's it's good. Yeah, no, it's it's really good. I, I like this a lot. This might be second to only Hogarden. Yeah, that's that's yeah probably true. Yeah. Yeah, like and that. even then, it'd be close. That'd be when we could yeah. put them side by side, and I probably wouldn't be able to really pick a winner. Kind That's of deal, true. But. That's true. All right, fellas. I don't know if y'all are aware of this, but COVID is still wreaking havoc in on the NFL. We have now Cole Beasley, MVS, Tyreek Hill. Of course, we got Kelsey on it. Tons of defensive guys that I'm not going to name off. Tyler Lockett and Alex Collins still can't clear for to be able to play tonight. And uh, and according to reports, the Chiefs have more to come as far as yeah. players that are going to be uh, showing up positive. <clears throat> so, you know, with this, because of the holidays, this is uh, two nights in a row. So a lot of the injuries are still the same as they were last night. Um, the games last night got. Uh, do y'all remember any significant injuries that came out of that? No. Not that I can think of. I, I mean, can't think of anything off the top. Of I could barely, lies. I could barely remember the game matches. It was so yeah, shitty. So yeah. I mean, yeah, they were it was typical what, the, week. The Vikings and week Bears, fifteen. Yeah, and then uh, what was the, the game before that? Um, I know it was Vikings and Bears. Was the yeah somebody and somebody. Yeah, yeah, that game was horrendous. The first one. Oh, it was. Um, no, it wasn't then. That was Vikings and Bears. Um, Browns. Uh, yes, the Browns and whoever they played against. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I got this guy right here. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's scroll up just a yeah, hair right here. Uh, Raiders. Browns and Raiders. There we go. That's Raiders. right, because it ended during our podcast <laughs> yes, last night. So yes. Raiders beat them. Yeah, so no, the, the, no injury except for um, Tack McKinley uh, yeah. tore ACL. Oh, wow. Yep. He's, Another he's out for ACL the, this year. Yeah. Which is uh, it's not it's the defense. I mean, I don't know this is hugely yeah. relevant, but I mean it's still it's a big, it's a yeah. big defensive player. That's so, it's it's hard for him too, and um so, but yeah. uh, uh, JD McKissick got put on the IR, so he will miss at least the next three games, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that makes hey both the guys that you think you got beef with are now out. It's what they get. <laughs> uh, Elijah Mitchell is going to be a game time decision next week. So for anybody, I believe they're playing the Monday night game. So uh, no, they're not. I'm sorry, 49ers. So, you know, well, Thursday night game. They're pl- oh, okay. So yeah, they're a game. It's, it's so you should know game, early so. then. So yeah, you'll know tomorrow probably. Yeah. Or um, early early Thursday. 
so just keep your eye on that um and uh you know we like i said waivers for most leagues aren't going to run till tomorrow and thursday so you know we'll just hit on that real quick you need uh, ronald jones needs to be your top priority but uh some other guys on the running back side you may want to look into is um uh craig reynolds yeah right? yeah um that's uh, I, I, well, I keep, he's their bell cow now. Right I know. Now, well, so, I can't. But, yeah. I get confused whether his name's Craig or, or Grant. Grant. Yeah, it's, and it's I Grant, can't Craig remember Reynolds. which one that you made the joke <laughs> of. So. But, uh, but yeah, no, Craig Reynolds. Um, and then um, Justin Jefferson, you need to keep an eye on what's going on with Austin Eckler right now. He he missed practice and he's been missing practice, but it seems like from the reports coming out that there might be more to this one than just you know his normal wear and tear that he's been dealing with for the season. Yeah. So, um, not Justin Jefferson. Justin Jackson will Jackson. be a, uh, a major pickup as well. Um, and then uh, you need to monitor what's going on with the wide receivers in Tampa, being that, you know, they're all – of course, Godwin's out. Um, and Evans is pro- most likely going to miss this week. At least a week. Yep. Um, Antonio Brown's supposed to be coming back. So, if he's out there, you want to snag him because he's going to be the main guy. But you also got uh, Miller – Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson's He's the on guy. Baker Bottom, too. That's, okay. He was kind yeah. of a – nobody really thinking about it. And Scotty Miller yeah, could Scotty potentially Miller. be a, it, it, a Baker's yeah, Bottom, dart too. Yeah, throws, especially in DFS. I was just going to put Tampa fourth and fifth string receivers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just wanted to mention that real quick. I know we hit the waivers yesterday, but a little bit more. And then, of course, watch the games tonight. Monitor if anybody gets hurt, you know, because that will also change waiver yep. priority on certain people. But – um, Ronald Jones is the guy. I, we saw what he did last year whenever Fournette went out. I mean, he's going to get – he could potentially be a league winner for people who've got him. So, you're, you're going to want to grab that guy. He's going to be very productive as long as he doesn't fumble. Well, this is about the time that um, Fournette kind of took over completely the backfield last year when right. he became playoff yeah. Fournette. So, it's kind of swapped that role where we didn't hear much of Fournette through the season. But now, you know, with him – or. Last year we didn't hear much. Yeah. This year, well, last year when guy. Fournette went down for I think four games, and during that span, Ronald Jones was a RB one. So, yeah. um, and then of course what you were talking about, whenever Four, when they went because they split most of the season, yep. and then when Ronald Jones got hurt, Fournette took him through the playoffs. And yeah, Super ran him all the way the rest yeah, of it, and became Lenny, Lenny in the uh, Bucks. So yeah, Lenny in the Bucks. But uh, from there, we're going to roll into the smash, 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 stack of the week, stack of the week, smash, smash. Stack of the week. Hmm. <laughs> uh, he's because uh, uh, Terry hasn't been having too much luck with his stacks. I mean, he did hit on uh, Aaron Rodgers and uh, Devontae Adams a couple weeks ago, but last week was a dumpster fire because he picked um, the Cardinals. Um, he picked uh, Kyler Murray and James Conner, and they were trash can yeah. and trash can too. So this week, uh, Terrell's worried that maybe he jinxed. But he went with uh, Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler at the Texans, which should be, by all accounts, a smish smash stack of the week. It yes. should uh, pay yeah. off for you. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're going to find out this week if, t- if the if the curse of smish <laughs> the curse of smish continues. So. I don't appreciate you testing this out with Justin Herbert this week. Uh. <laughs> Well, hey, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll balance it out by putting Herbert and Eckler on Daniel's don'ts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what's really going to happen? All football is going to be canceled next week. Yeah. Chargers aren't even going to play. Yeah, the NFL Illuminati scriptwriters right now are like, don't do that. You're going to mess everything up. <laughs> we won't know what to do. Oh, uh, God, that, that could get really, really crazy there for a second. Uh, all right, so let's hit on these picks real quick. Um Go ahead. I guess let's go ahead and, and hit on what we know because there's one game tonight that we can't uh, add or you know to the to the list or whatever. But go ahead and, sh- and get and update us and then um, start with what what you've already uh, know about yours, Baker. Okay, so current up to me, I was plus nine ones before this week started and everything, and I'm making your way up. I am as of this point right now. I've got four correct, or actually five if we count the Monday game because so we'll have six for the week, but. So, pick the Colts to beat the Patriots, Cowboys to beat the Giants, Dolphins to beat the Jets, Bills to beat the Panthers, all that happened. Right. Um, and then I also picked the Vikings to beat the Bears. So, that happened. So, that's plus five ones to get me current, still waiting on the Washington versus Eagles game tonight. And I had the Eagles to win that. So, I can go ahead and give myself the points <laughs> and just be done with it, but then I'll probably jinx it. But So, I'll, current, I'll, I'll keep it active to this point. 
So that's going to give me hey, plus five. Don't seven. go counting anything with based off of this week. <clears throat> yeah, right. Yeah. So I got me at plus 14 um, current to right now. 14 what? 14 ones. Oh, okay. I, was, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. wasn't sure if it was I don't plus know 14 to, twos. Yeah. No, not yet. That'll be next week. Yeah. Be, that's me moving up. <laughs> but And if if and if hinged on the Washington Eagles game, I could. That's what we should have done. Instead of not giving you a penalty, we should have just made it where you get – you get plus twos and, and minus ones. And minus ones? Yeah. I'm building my way back up that one, too, yeah. Uh, but we'll stick with what we because you're, you're climbing back in, especially after this week. Yeah, yeah. this will definitely be a big one. So, uh, where's T-Money sitting at right now? Uh, plus 23 ones before his picks for this week. All so. Right, okay. so the Monday game, I got that right. Yep, you got that one right. That's plus one one. Yep. And then I called uh, Las Vegas to beat the Browns. Yep. Got that one. Uh, Miami to beat the Jets. Yep. Got that one. And I called Green Bay to beat Baltimore. Now I got all three of my only three picks that I did last <laughs> week. And that's it. Uh, so, so you didn't do five. So I guess go ahead. He just automatically gets negative two ones. Well, hold on. Hold on. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <clears throat> well, if I'm getting the negative anyway. No, I'll say per since you didn't pick. Well, hold, hold, <laughs> hold damn hell up now. All right. All right. So uh, I picked the Chargers to beat the Chiefs. They should have. <laughs> they didn't. That's what matters. Yeah, they the beat themselves, result. really. Oh, so. yeah. So. I got a minus one on that one. And then I, I called Arizona to beat Detroit. I don't know why you did right. that, man. Yeah. I mean, everything me. everything out there said. Everybody in the everybody knew the Lions were going to win that game. Yeah, yep. it was it was written in the stars, man. I can't believe I chose Arizona. That's yep. crazy. Absolute craziness. So for the week, that gives you plus four ones and minus two ones, yep. correct? Which gives you a grand total of plus, plus two, two ones. ones. Okay. So that, that gets you current, so you'll be at plus 25 ones total. Total. So, um, where am I sitting currently? You are currently at plus 25 ones before this, okay. this last week. So the Monday night game, I took the Vikings. <laughs> That's how I remember it. Nice try. I clearly remember <laughs> saying Minnesota when you asked who I picked. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't yet doctored the sound from last week where it's going to be like, I picked the Minnesota Bear Vikings. <laughs> no, I took the stupid Bears for whatever stupid reason. God, sometimes whenever you, you, I look at my picks sometimes and you, I'm like, what did, why did I do that? You did what the Chargers did. You played the analytics. Yeah. Kurt's never played a one-two back-to-back prime game. Yep. And he shouldn't have. Well, he no. played like doo-doo trash. Yeah. They just was playing against bigger doo-doo trash. It was, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'll go ahead and get the, uh, the L's out of the way. I, too, picked the Cardinals to beat the vaunted Lions. Mm-hmm. And I also, as well, picked the Buccaneers to beat the Saints, which that was just dumb. I should have, I should have listened to Drew Brees on that. That would have been the analytics too. That would have been because Brady just gets owned by the Saints. So yeah, I, mean, I, I should have rode. With, I should. I, I won't make that mistake again. Uh, so that was two. That's three negative ones. Okay, neg- negative three ones. Now um, I had I picked the Dolphins to beat the Jets. Yep. That's plus one, and I picked the Packers to beat the Ravens. Yep. That's also a plus one, and then I still have also the Washington at the Eagles. I have Washington. Washington so, to win. So I'm currently with two Neg- plus ones and three negative ones, which makes me right now negative so one one. We're either going to be tied, or I'm going to be back in the lead, depending on whether yes. I get that. Okay. Well, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna mark it up just for my notes. I'll put a note up here, but so go ahead and make a, it current, and then you're we'll, gonna be plus twenty four because yeah. you'll be negative one one. Yeah, and or no, you're uh, not me. Not yet. Plus 24. I am going to be current with plus 14. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Well, Baker's fixing to start getting penalized again. I'm ready for it. <laughs> told you I'm not going to miss the game the rest of the season. Uh, what, watching them on TV? Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, from there, let's go ahead and give our picks and um, for this upcoming week. So, uh, you want to kick it off, Baker? I can kick it off. Uh, okay, so I look first at the Chargers-Texans game and – Okay. I went with the Chargers over the Texans. I'm probably going to be wrong, but that's what I did. Um, and then I got to stick with my Bills. It's a revenge game. I went Bills over the Patriots. I, the weather's not going to be as bad yeah. this time. I think it's going to be a little more through the air. So this and this time they probably will lose forty to thirteen. It's, I, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it works. <laughs> they're going to give up a lot. And they're going to get a lot and all that stuff. So we'll see how it works out. But I don't necessarily a lot know of that, that. I don't know what the the, the status is. Damian Damian Harris. Harris. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's I'm thinking that he's not going to be. At least he's not going to be a hundred percent. So that'll kind of help out some. 
Um, and then Ravens, Bengals. I I went with the Bengals. I've been sticking with them this far, and they got to get 15 wins somewhere, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if they can get to 15 they can't anymore, now, but, but uh, you know. Uh, um, and then um, Lions, Falcons. I went, I picked the Lions to lose to the Falcons, but it's going to be a, a barely. I think the Falcons are going to pull this one off. They both kind of up and coming, coming together strangely. Weird. Yeah, I know strangely, <laughs> but uh, you know that last minute, too late kind of situation. And then I went with the Giants, Eagles, and picked the Eagles because I think they're kind of on a roll. They're going to win this week, and they're going to roll through in the next week, and you know make that that playoff push kind of deal. So, because huh. they got two decent quarterbacks, and they both are different game plans. So without really knowing who's starting, guaranteed, and if they start like introducing Minshew into the mix a little bit, I think it can get really interesting. And defenses are going to be like beside themselves trying to figure out exactly what they're going to have to do. Well, I don't so. see them introducing Minshew if Hurts goes out there and plays well this week. So, it was, yeah, we'll see how well he comes off of his ankle thing and all that stuff. So, yeah, but I got the Eagles to win. That's my five. All right, team money. Mm. All right. So after my third game, I was pick or picking. I was writing them down. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to go and pick five games where I think everybody wins on the road. So, my first one I picked was Buffalo. I think they're going to win on the road. They're going to go into New England. They're pissed. They don't want to get owned again. Yeah. Uh, That's but, why I said this time they're going to get owned, and it's going to sh- if it's going to show it on the score. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'm picking Buffalo to win there. Uh, the Rams, I think they're going to go into Minnesota, and they're going to win that game. Uh, Chargers, I think they're going into Houston. They're going to win there. Indiana, or Indianapolis Colts, I'm sorry. They're going to go they into are Arizona. In Indiana, though. Yeah. So that's a good call. But I'm picking Arizona to lose, and that's because they pissed me off last week. <laughs> <laughs> and then Baltimore, I think they're going to go into Cincinnati, and they're going to win. Because I think Huntley, uh, if he plays again, he's going to maybe get them into a, yeah. another winning spot. Or well, if Lamar's out there, then nice. he's got to be like, hey, this is still my job. Yeah. And they're going to win. I don't know. I just I'm hoping Mark Andrews gets COVID and then they'll definitely lose. Well, <laughs> but you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> so yeah, for some reason I just felt like doing something different. So I went all road games and two of them I don't really like, but I'm gonna roll with it anyways and all see right. what happens. There you go. Well, I'm gonna hit mine. I went first game. Well, and they're not in order of when they play as order of when I picked them because I was just having trouble figuring it out. But um, I uh, I picked the Packers to beat the Browns at home. Um, I just think the Browns are going to show up in Green Bay and then and just get dick slapped. So, um, <laughs> it's possible. Uh, I also picked the Chargers of the Texans, so all three of us picked that game. So that's going to be a wash, no matter which way it goes. Yep. Um, you know, for obvious reasons, the Texans are just ass, and uh, the Chargers are the better team, the way better team. So, yeah. Um, I uh, picked the Broncos to beat the Raiders uh, on the road. Uh, it's, of course, it's a rivalry game. Um, actually, no. I don't know why I circled the Broncos. I, that's supposed to be Raiders. So, change that. I'll ch- let me change that now. Yeah. I don't know why I did that. Because it's going to be Drew Locke, most likely. Yeah. yeah. And that's the reason I picked that game. I'm sitting here looking at it like, why the I was sitting here. Yeah. I was sitting there like, I got one more on it. I got it all in my head. <laughs> yeah. I was sitting there. I was about to give my analysis. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Drew Locke's going to come out here and ball, y'all. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. But it is, a, it is a big rivalry game. And it's generally close. But I just think the Raiders, it's, if Drew Locke's out there, I think no matter who's quarterback, and I think the Raiders win, but especially if Drew Locke's quarterback. Yeah. Um, I, I picked the Chiefs to beat the Steelers. Um, I think the Steelers are g- going to run in there, and, and um, the Chiefs are kind of on a, on a high and uh, rolling pretty hot right now. So I'm just going to ride that. And then because my Panthers are ass, I picked the Buccaneers to come in and bitch slap and dick slap them because they are trash cans and they need to lose out so they can get a better draft pick and <laughs> maybe fire their coach and clean house again because I am not happy with anything going on in – out of the Panthers organization right now. So, there it is. That's my picks. That was one of the road games I was going to pick, but I, I didn't want to <laughs> I didn't want to do that to you again. So, I'll do it. I want them I want them to get they they can continually to get humbled. You know, I think um I don't know. I think Matt Rule's a good dude, but I think he's one of those guys that thought he was going to come in and reinvent the wheel with the NFL. And I mm. think he's learning real quick that there's a certain there. There are certain things you have to have to win in the NFL, and one of them is a 
a, a quarter a, a quarterback that is serviceable, and he thought that he could mold Sam Darnold, even though most scouts, and me included, I thought Sam Darnold was a better quarterback than he is, but uh, most people were like, this dude's trash, and he's like, no, we're gonna, he's going to be good for us. We're going to give a second round for him. And then the same thing with Cam. You know, they paid him a lot of money to come and be the starter, and it's like, I, I again, I was hoping Cam would come in and be okay, but everybody was like, this dude's arm's done, and he's trash, and he'd not, not do this, and they, they did it anyway. So, you know, it's one thing if I'm going to evaluate talent bad because I'm just a nobody. That, that yeah, uh, we're just an average. Yeah, I'm just a guys. But when you're when you're running an organization, you should be better at evaluating talent. And uh, so, either he's going to be humbled and get shit straight next season, or he's going to be uh, you know find another job. But either way, losing is the best path for the Panthers to get shit fixed right now because they're not making the playoffs. So they need to lose to get better picks and hopefully. Like I said, be humbled and realize that they need to do things differently. So, from there, speaking of doing things differently, we're going to go to Tebrol's tight ends to smash, 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 smash them tight ends. Oh, they're going to get smashed. <laughs> All right, so I'm chasing that over elusive three correct picks on my tight ends of the week. I think I've only done it once this season, and I think that was still an iffy one. So, you know what? I said, fuck it. Boy Kittle's been on a tear. I'm riding with him again. All right. Mark Andrews, he's been on a tear. All right. I'm rolling with him again. And Gronk let me down this last week, but he is legitimately going into this game with a banged-up receiving core. They're yeah. going to have to lean on him. Yes. I I'm going with him again. Okay. Kittle, Gronk, Andrews, that's my three top-end tight ends to smash for the week. I don't care. I'm rolling with them, and I'm getting all three of them. Well, now Terry's pissed because now he's at least got to have one team with one of those guys, and he's going to be like, fuck, now they're going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I got Kittle, and I, I don't, I'm not happy about that. I just, I just wish Waller would come back. Just right I just now need would Kelsey be... to not miss next week because of COVID. That's what I need. Yeah, that that's you know that's a good that's a good segue <laughs> into. Uh... We'll do that later. Um, it's, well, it's, it's part of Baker's bottoms. Okay, with well Kelsey let's hit my don't. COVID, you so. want to do your bottoms now, and we, then we'll do my don'ts. Yeah, let's let's All do right. my bottoms. <laughs> Baker's. Power bottoms. Yeah, son. That's me. <laughs> but yeah, so like I just mentioned, um, I got Noah Gray. Wait a minute. <laughs> what was Terrell's? He was like, sounded <laughs> 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 like somebody was like had a chest congestion and was dying at the same time. That's yeah. <laughs> All right, so Noah Gray. Noah Gray. Tight end for Chiefs. Tight end for the Chiefs. Rookie tight end. Uh, is he a rookie? Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. They drafted him this year. I think so. So he is the only tight end left on their active roster as far as that has any kind of pass catching ability because both of their top two, Kelsey and uh, Bell, are both on the COVID list. Now um, this is all just contingent on if Kelsey, Kelsey doesn't. Not back well, to. Bell most likely won't because he just went on the COVID list yesterday. And um, he hasn't been vaccinated. Kelsey has been vaccinated. So, right. and as long as he stays asymptomatic and he has one negative test, then he'll, he'll yeah. be able to come back. But so he's got a good shot at coming back. But if he's legit got COVID, we won't see him. Right. And that leaves the door so wide open for Noah Gray because he's he's flashed here or there throughout the season. He's had a couple touchdowns, not like huge volume yet. But if Kelsey's not there. Somebody's got to help do that yeah. work. So, and they use the tight end so much. I mean, we know with Kelsey that this is a big, big opening shot for him. Um, and then I went um, basically. If you have Kelsey and you're looking for somebody to stash, that in the, in the, if the waiver wire is a dumpster fire, go dig to the bottom and find Noah. Gray. Yeah, grab Noah Gray and throw him at the bottom of the roster. Because I mean, if it pitch. comes out he's not going to play, you can throw Noah in. I, I think he'll still be serviceable. Right. Um, and then I went Tom Brady on Baker's Bottoms because after last week, <laughs> wow, <laughs> everybody should have dropped him to waivers and he should be available for this that's, next decent uh, matchup. If that's, that's the funny. case, then half the top players should have been dropped to waivers. <laughs> they were, yeah, but anyways, but similar to Tom Brady, I did go with Tyler Johnson, which I did speak earlier, wide receiver, because he's 
he's nobody's really got him. Nobody's thought about him because of Mike yeah, Evans and Godwin like and everyone. Right. And this also st- stands for Scotty Miller as well, because you know, as we know, targets got to go somewhere. Yeah. Mike Scotty Evans, Miller's. I, I would say that probably Tyler's more of a. He he's going to get volume. You can almost count on him getting five or six targets, maybe yeah. more. And then Scotty's kind of a big play downfield guy, so you're looking for that touchdown. But either way, you know, they're both dart throws. They're both dart throws and potential with open opportunity with injuries right. and everything this week. Because Fournette takes targets away, him being gone. Yep. And then, you know, of course, Evans and Godwin. So. And then another one that's kind of deep, and it all hinges on an injury that we don't know what's going to end up with. But with Mixon nursing it and P. Ron stepping up, uh, I think Chris Evans would be a decent shot uh, just because I know they like Chris Evans for that pass catching role and that change of pace back. And P. Ryan's more of the grunt downfield. And the time that Mixon has missed this season, they've kind of both split shares and worked out the similar points wise as far as what they ended up with. Right. Where Evans ended up with more pass catching work and P. Ryan got more of the, you know, on the ground stuff. So I just think Chris Evans could have a good week. Especially being that the matchup is kind of shanky for against the Ravens for the running backs, even though you think they've been good, but they've been lately been getting eaten up here and there. So the only thing I would even say to contradict that is that Piron is the pass catching back with Mixon in, and so when Mixon for whatever reason, because Mixon is a tremendous pass catcher, but they don't use him in that role, and Piron usually gets about four or five targets a game backing up Mixon, so. I don't know if that's just the way they like to run their system, and it could be that once Piron, if he was to become the main guy, then Evans takes over Piron's role, or potentially Piron could just take it all, and then Evans didn't touch the ball. So that, that would. But again, this that's why they're Baker's bottoms. Oh yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, you know. I just, just judged hoping. off of weeks that Mixon's missed earlier in right. the season and saw where their share ended up, and it was it worked out to where Evans was getting more of the pass catching work, and Piron was on yeah, the and and he is it's it is later in the season, so Evans is. Obviously, knowing more of that offense, and uh, and like you mentioned, they do love that guy. Well, so. and he's the fresher back too. Yeah. I mean, he's the one that hasn't had as much work right. put on him and everything. So he's gonna and if be. The Duke one. Johnson taught us anything. Fresh legs look amazing <laughs> out there. Yeah, so it's definitely can change it up. Yeah. So, but no, I do but like Baker's I do like Chris. Hey, Chris goes. Evans for anybody who plays Dynasty. That's a that's a buy low guy because he's not being used a lot. Who could potentially you know turn into something so you can stash in the bottom of your roster somewhere. I got him sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and right. now it's time for Daniel's don't. La 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 la. Three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. All right, so uh we're going to hit on some running backs and two running backs and one white well, more than two running backs, but Two running back situations and a uh, wide receiver. So, first, we'll hit off with Chuba Hubbard. Do not play Chuba if you got better options. The Bucks are all about shutting down the run. They they will give up the pass all day. But they do not like to give up anything to running backs. And Chuba is, has been playing like trash. Their Panthers O-line is trash. And uh, their quarterbacks are trash. And if Cam's out there, he's going to be robbing anything goal line. So, just so you know, don't play him unless you absolutely have to avoid him like the plague. And speaking of avoiding like the plague, avoid the Dolphins running backs. Every fucking one of them. Because here's the, here's the situation currently with the Miami Dolphins. If everybody comes back, they got Malcolm Brown. They got Miles Gaskin. They got Duke Johnson. And they got... Um, Oh my God, Ahmed. Yeah, they keep saying Ahmed when they say it. It's A H M E D. Yeah, I think it's Ahmed. But I think it's Ahmed. Yeah. And so they have an abundance of running backs, and I have no idea who it's going to be. Duke Johnson had a tremendous week last week. They say it was because Gaskin didn't get a lot of work, but he did have 52 yards on 10 carries, so he was productive in a short period. But it was also against the Jets. But they say he didn't get any of the work because uh, he didn't practice because he was on COVID. And so they gave the ball to Duke Johnson, who had been practicing. But then they signed Duke Johnson to the regular roster off of the practice squad. Yeah. And now there's murmurs coming out of Miami that they like Duke Johnson and that they think he is the better back now. So I'm telling you right now, if you have to play a Dolphins running back, you're it's going to be a nightmare. It's a lose-lose. And in You're couple all, all of lose, that lose, lose. with the fact that they're playing the Saints, 
who as good as the Bucks are against the run, the Saints are better against the run. Yep. They absolutely stonewall running backs, and they they are decent against the pass, whereas the Bucks are trash. So at least if you have a pass catching back against the Bucks, sometimes you can make up points in the passing game. With the Saints, that's not a guarantee. So save yourself some stress and some freaking heartache and headache and just run the other way from Dolphins running backs. I, I'm telling you, go get uh, Craig Reynolds and play him. <laughs> I would much rather play him than any Dolphin running back this week. Go get, what about Love Bell? Uh, no. <laughs> but that's he'll probably be on the Dolphins next week. Yeah. <laughs> or next week. Yeah. It'll be it'll get dropped after this week and signed yeah. with the Dolphins practice yeah. squad next yeah. week. Yeah. And so uh I am telling you it's it's the Dolphins run I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe they'll push them out. So they'll, they're going to bench all their wide receivers and only play running backs. <laughs> they're going to have five running backs out there. Yeah. That would um, be. It makes me wonder if Kyle Shanahan became the Dolphins coach and we just didn't hear about it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then last but not least, Brandon Cooks versus the Chargers. The Texans are playing there. He's their only option. He, and Davis Mills hasn't looked bad, but the Chargers are third uh, toughest against opposing wide receivers. And uh, they only have one wide receiver to, to really worry about with the Texans. So This is going to be a Brevin-Jordan game, man. It could be, or it could be a, a David Johnson. Damn, I didn't even think about that. That would have uh, been a good Baker's bottom. The Chargers are, the, the, the Chargers are um, not good against the run, so... This could actually be a week where a Texans running back could do something as well. Yeah. But uh, if you have any other options, I mean, Brandon Cooks, I'm not saying he's going to absolutely kill you, but uh, six or seven points will be a good week for him this week, I believe, unless he somehow squeaks a touchdown out of it. But you're going to be hoping for a touchdown if you have to play Cooks. Yeah. So uh, there it is. That's the, uh, the, the, the tight ends to smash, the bottoms to not – the, the bottoms to smash <laughs> and the 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 don'ts the rest of the non-smashables <laughs> yeah the ones the the non-smash. Smash. <laughs> yeah, the the non-smashables. <laughs> i wasn't that uh wasn't uh sylvester stallone and all them in that no they were in the unsmashables oh the unsmashables <laughs> uh, that's actually the title of my sex tape unsmashable <laughs> It's a boring sex tape. Very short too. Yeah, yeah, very short. And it's just well, me. It's, it's average. It's yeah, and it's but it's just really just me in a recliner watching TV and occasionally looking at porn on my phone. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so sad. All right, from there we're going to roll into the Thursday night breakdown. We have the 49ers at the Titans. The 49ers in their last six games are five and one. They are peaking. Their defense is playing good. Their offense and their run game are getting things done out there. Debo Samuel is a monster. Uh, whatever running back they put back there usually does okay. Brandon Ayuk is emerging. George Kittle is going Hamburglar every week. And uh, Handsome Jimmy is out there doing what he does, keeping the ball uh, on his side of the field. Not, or well, not his side, but not turning the ball over. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like I said, their defense is is pretty stout, whereas the Titans are kind of going in the opposite direction right now. They've lost three of their last four. They are reeling a bit. They don't, you know, they just lost Julio for the year, but they are getting, you know, uh, A.J. Brown back. Um, their running back, uh, you know, is hurt this week. We don't know what's going on with, uh, was it Foreman? Uh, Deontay. Deontay Foreman. Dante, Dante Foreman. Um, and so, so Hilliard, Hilliard is, could is be also, a, 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 if he's out there in waivers, you want to grab but, um, you know, the wide receivers there, for the most part, tight ends. The whole passing game for the Titans has, has just been really terrible. They've kind of hit a lot of a lot of walls with injuries and stuff this season so far. They've, and for them to be where they're at with still yeah, potential, it's right. really something to say, honestly. It, it hate You know, you hate bringing it up like that, but that's I think that's part of where, where they're at right now is just injury. Right. Well, that, you know, their defense is – terrible against the pass so you know most people are coming in and having their way with them in the pass game so every game just about is having to be a shootout um and so uh you know it's going to be a tough one out there but uh you know i don't know Uh, the 49ers like i said they're they're rolling and, and there's so many just tough players on that team that are just going and if they get elijah mitchell back this week i just don't know how they don't come out of that with a w but the titans have been able to pull out some crazy wins this year too uh, yeah. you know yeah they've won a lot of games that we didn't think they were going to going into it they've, they've been finding ways yeah so and the, the past few losses you can clearly tell is that they're, they're limping through 
they're not like getting completely. I think one game was a blowout, but right. they, they, even this last week it wasn't like a complete complete shutout. So, I mean, I don't know. Forty ers are going to get it. I, I don't think there's any anything the Titans are going to be able to do that's just going to like completely upset it and make it any better. But um, it, it should be interesting. I think it's going to be a, a pretty decent game. We're all going to depend on how Nick Bosa feels when he gets on the field because well, talking about a playmaker, man, yeah. that he. He eats up offensive line. Well, I think he can so. smell where the ball's going. It's weird, man. Yeah, like, I think he just he just uh, he just goes, yeah, and he can. He's like, oh, they're running left. He's got a talent that <laughs> very few people in this league have. Like he really does. He can get to the ball before even the running a, backs get it. I was making a joke because his nose is literally the biggest nose I've ever seen. Oh, I don't. I haven't paid attention oh to his nose. God, is it that big? So he, he knows the deal. Oh, he's got a special he, guard on his helmet for it. He, oh, nice. He knows what's going on. He, yeah, he knows the. <laughs> play before it's before it no, comes up. It's definitely above average. Yeah. <laughs> he he can smell us talking about him. Oh yeah. 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 Hey, look if you uh, look anybody that know don't tell him don't tell, uh, it was these other two yeah, that were don't. making fun of him but was not Daniel. I'm fine with it. I mean I don't, I don't need this guy coming after me. I, but, uh, I'll, I'll take him. We'll try one time. <laughs> one round is all it'll be. Yeah. I won't survive, but, you know, I can't back down. Hey, he, he knows how to fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big target, though, right? Uh, he, he knows football. Yeah. So. He does know football. <laughs> I can't stop. I can't wow. stop. It's terrible. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're getting pressure on quarterbacks, um, and uh, they're, they're shutting the run down. And then, of course, you got the uh, – the RB one, the wide receiver one, Debo Samuel's out there. Oh, man, you know? I tell you what, I, I said I think on a, two podcasts ago, or last podcast or whatever, but I got a newfound respect for that man. Like I knew he was good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna say Debo's trash. I've never said that, but he kind of like the last two weeks, even he just he is something else. If that makes yeah. sense, like well, you know he's what I mean? emerging. You know, look at it. His talent was never questioned. It was his durability. durability. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they're finally utilizing him in a way. They're <clears throat> understanding that he is a true, true playmaker, and they have to get the ball in his hands any way possible. And when they're doing it, he's he's you know making it happen. So I think he has more rushing touchdowns than any other 49ers running back singly. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that because they've had to use so many this year. Yeah, exactly, using him, and they've yeah. been gone through so many. Yeah. Well, but it would be an interesting stat to know because, like, I mean, like I can recall three rushing touchdowns in the last four games that Debo's had himself. Right. And I, I can only think of one rushing if touchdown. Only there's a device you shall receive. Oh, that, yeah, that we can hold in the palm of our hand that gives us all the answers. I don't know how to use on. magic phone stick or whatever it's called. <laughs> magic phone stick? <laughs> wow. Ooh, Gronk like magic phone stick. Magic phone stick tell Gronk lots of nice stuff. <laughs> interesting stuff. <laughs> Gronk doesn't know the word interesting. <laughs> I'm a bad Gronk impersonator. I'm, plus, I got a thesaurus. What do you want out of me? Gronk looks at thesaurus because he finds it to be so interesting. <laughs> now I sound By the like way, Yoda. Kermit the Frog's here. <laughs> My name is Kermit the Yoda. <laughs> so, uh, he has seven Russian touchdowns on the year so far. <laughs> See, I'm just so you know. It's got to be somewhere. He's got more Russian touchdowns than he has passing he's only got five passing touchdowns <laughs> yeah uh, but he's got seven rushing uh let's just see here start, elijah, I mean, mitchell. elijah mitchell's been the most consistent i yeah. think for the year uh rushing five yeah so and then jeff wilson has only got like two or three because i think yeah, he was injured yeah, through yeah, most of the season yeah, and no point. receiving for mitchell either so debo not only has more rushing but he's got more rushing he, yeah than he definitely all leads all the all team. Team. yeah so so that's that's a that's a crazy stat to me for a wide receiver. You know, we talk about on the other side of that with Christian McCaffrey being this dynamic running back specific, right. and then being this pass catching back that he gets all his pass work and passing touchdown. We're looking at Debo being like his his opposite, his. It's same but opposite. Exactly. I know what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, it's a wide receiver that obviously can catch, and they're like, but he can run the ball. But he can run the ball straight out of the backfield, and um, apparently get more rushing touchdowns than passing touchdowns. Well, you know, and this could be kind of an evolution of the game that we're moving to with guys that aren't necessarily um, position specific when they become to those skill positions because you have. You know, Kadarius Tony is a, a lot like this too. Rondell Moore's kind of got a little you know, bit out of the backfield uh, and, and, and being yeah, and and so these guys are are very good at just 
being able to get the ball in their hands and make things happen no matter yeah. where it is on the field. No matter how it plays out. Right. And I think you're always going to have those guys that are just good possession guys over the middle, but they're not going to out they're not going to juke four guys and run a 60-yard touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you have the guys like Debo and or McCaffrey or Kadarius Tony or whoever it is, it 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 is in the best interest of your team to get them the ball as much as possible in space and see what they can make happen, because it's also a momentum builder. So what if I oh, told yeah. you you have more rushing touchdowns than all of the running backs combined? Combined? That makes sense. <laughs> I, I'd still believe you. It's either yeah. tied or is one down. You, you but can I'm tell me sure he has more rushing touchdowns than um, specific teams. I'm sure. Yeah. I, mean, I bet. Well, speaking of that, I Jonathan got, Taylor, if he was his own NFL team. If Jonathan Taylor was an NFL team, he would be, I think, sixth in the NFL in rushing touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, by himself. Yeah, the Indianapolis mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylors. And Debo Samuel will be seventh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With rushing touchdowns. That, yeah, that's, uh, Taylor is. Dude. Yeah, I tell you, this it's like you said. This there's this emergence of the last few years of these um, non-position specific skill set of players that are essentially going to be league winners in fantasy. These people you could pick up and play in a running back position yeah. that's going to get you wide receiver numbers and yeah. vice versa. That's 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 where you got to pick and play your figures to, yeah. to win the league. I mean, people who have Debo right now aren't crying at all. No. People who people have, who had, have McCarry, had Daryl Patterson Cordero, all year. Yeah. You know, except for last week. Except for last week, week yeah. yeah. But, I mean, this Which, guy another was, baker's bottom for this yeah. week. <laughs> Cordero was that guy before anybody knew what to do with him. Oh, yeah, yeah. If Cordero was coming out his rookie year this year, he would be a guy that, you know, however long he's been in the league, you'd be sitting here going, wow, this guy's dynamic. Whereas, you know, up until this point, everybody's been like, man, this guy can really do a lot, but he hasn't done anything. Yeah, he hasn't done anything. Because nobody's figured out how to use him. They haven't utilized him, his skill set and everything, yeah. And and like I said – Nine years, by the way. 2012 was his rookie year. So so. so I think we're looking at a, a minor evolution in the game with these playmakers where people are just like, hey, he's not a wide receiver. He's not a running back. He's a playmaker. Mm-hmm. We need to figure out how to get him the ball. And so he learns all of the game. He learns to run routes. He learns to run the ball, you know, read zone, you know, blocking schemes and whatnot and how to come out of the backfield on a run. He learns how to do screen passes and, and all these things. So, you know. Oh, and uh, coming out of the backfield on a run was the name of my porn. <laughs> Or my um, autobiography, and and uh, you're also your On routine when you were a, a stripper. Yes, that. Yes. So I just true. I just want to look at everybody's rushing touchdowns. Once you mentioned Taylor, yeah, yeah. and Taylor's sitting at 17 so far in the season. Plus he's got two uh, passing. Right. Yeah. But I got looking at your uh, top five, and uh, well, you got Taylor 17, Connor 14, Mixon 12. Fourth place is tied for two people. Take a guess. Debo Samuel and Derrick Henry, Eckler and Derrick Henry. Okay, okay. <laughs> Henry's still yeah, he's still he's fourth, still fourth. The season. Yeah, and, and he yardage, still might. Play I think he's, the third, end of the I think he's still number third, number three in yardage, though. I think too. Ooh. He's still up there, really high in the top five in yardage. The dude as well. was on pace to just absolutely just annihilate uh, rushing things. yardage. He's at number five yeah. still. So he's top five. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he's missed what five weeks now. Or, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 but. T- Taylor's at fifteen hundred right now on the season. Yeah, Taylor kind of got him a little bit of a commanding lead. Yeah. yeah, that dude's a monster. Now he's a true running back. Him yeah. and you know Derek Henry, they're the old school workhorse running backs. But, yep. um, but uh, so wait, how many does uh, Henry have? How many rushing touchdowns? Uh, Nine thirty-seven. No, how many um, rushing touchdowns? Sorry. Oh, uh, ten. Ten. So I mean, Depot's probably top ten in rushing touchdowns. Though. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. I just, and he'll probably he'll probably surpass Derrick. He'll Henry probably get yeah, he'll probably healthy. get three more than before the season's up with. Yeah, they got three more games. Yeah, sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen. Yeah, he can do it. So, because I think he's been That's getting crazy. one a game the last three or four games. <laughs> yeah, I know. So some other games we want to look at this week. Um, first one up is the Colts at the Cardinals. Of course, we you know the Colts are a team that's just. Dude, they're just going, chugging along. You know, we talked like we've been talking about Jonathan Taylor and what he's been doing out there, and uh, Wentz has been a, a pretty good game manager. I mean, he's he's always he's always been prone to interceptions throughout his career. This year, he's learned to protect the ball better. I mean, he mm-hmm. still can get a little out there at times, but you know, he's definitely reined it in a lot. And uh, of course, he's got some pretty good receiving options out there. 
And their defense, you know, is like number two against the run, and, and, and they're middle of the road against the pass. So they've been holding people down. And then the Cardinals, I don't know, man. It's like they look like one of the best teams in the NFL. And then, like last week, they look like the worst team in the NFL. Yeah, last so, week. I, I don't. I wouldn't take. I take last week as what it was. It's over. I mean, but they lost the week before that too. Yeah, they didn't look yeah good, it's, it's it's been it's been crazy. Their matchups. Is, they either like blow it out or they just don't do yeah. anything. But they've only got four games or something that they don't do anything. I mean, they're what ten and four or something like that right yeah, now. Yeah, but or? three of those losses are at home when they play at home this week. Yeah, exactly. Colts, so. That's where it's kind of where it really would tip the scales here for me. I mean, I don't know. I. I'm watching the Cardinals. I do see them doing good. Kyler Murray's been, you know, in and out with injury and everything, and they've had a couple other injuries um, with Edmonds, you know, finally coming back last week. I think he's the curse. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Kyler just keeps coming up a little short on these games too right now. So it's really hurting them. Uh, That's probably true. But, I mean, I think what hurt them, honestly, my, I don't know – how bad Connor's injury was this last game, but they didn't seem to use him a whole lot. They tried to. It almost seems like they were just trying to use Edmonds the whole time. I and, think part and of Connor's that was their Connor. guy. Yeah, I think part of that was Connor. They oh, look. They only ran the ball ten times. Yeah, oh yeah, no, I know and, it and wasn't so, a whole lot. No, it wasn't uh, much at all. When when they did run the ball, they were productive. Yeah, but it, they just didn't do it. It was a weird game. Connor didn't even run the ball. You know. Yeah, it's, and it's, so I, I think you know maybe hopefully they learned a little bit about that. It's going to be tough to run against the Colts, but they have to do that. That's part. That's a huge part of their game plan. If they want to go downfield and spread it out, they they got to make defenses worry about the run. Yeah. And, oh yeah. And last week, the, you know, the Lions didn't have to worry about the run. They just you know put everybody against the pass. So, you know, we'll have to see how that all turns out. But uh, another big game coming up is the Rams at the Vikings, and it's just you know it, it should be an easy win for the Vi- Rams if you look at it on the surface. But the Vikings are just. They're like a scrappy team. They keep yeah. figuring out how to hang around in games and win games they shouldn't and uh, win in ways they shouldn't. You know, you look at the game last night, the Vikings shouldn't have won that game. They look like trash. They just played against the team. Their defense played good enough, and uh, Kink played good enough uh, to keep them in. But, I mean, even uh, Dalvin Cook didn't look great. I think he had 20 rushes, 20-something rushes for like 87 yards, and it was, you know, it just wasn't you know dynamic but it was good enough and the rams they you know they're kind of rolling a little bit right now so it's gonna be i mean they started the season off hot and we were all like yeah i'm picking these guys to win picking them to win just about the rams yeah the rams win this game win that game and come mid-season like who the fuck is this team you know they hit a mid-season slump and they to me they still haven't completely come out of it watching them play right but they have found a way to win a couple you know and they needed to I don't know. I think the game could go either way. But. I do, too. I, I, and, you know, Stafford is somebody who, when he's on, he's on. But when he's off, he's off. Yeah. Right. I say, looking on the Vikings side of the ball, Justin Jefferson is a huge playmaker. And that's kind of what I think won them the game this last week was him. He pulled so much coverage. And he got the one the first touchdown was just all over the field. And then on the Rams side, I'm – I think they're missing something, and they keep trying to add all these extra pieces that aren't the right pieces. You know, with the the addition of um, Jadavian Clowney, was it Clowney? No, it was um, um, Von Miller. Von, Von Miller, Miller. Yeah, with the addition of Von Miller and um, Odell, Odell, and all this stuff. Woods, it's, but I mean, Woods, man, he was an integral yeah. part of that team. Very yeah, much was. so. I mean, yeah. when it comes to blocking, you know, he's one of the best run blocking wide receivers in the league, maybe the best. Yeah. Um, and so they lost a huge thing with that. And Odell is not known for his blocking ability. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, I, you know, I, I think so too. It's, well, and that uh, Henderson, isn't he hasn't played yet since coming off of uh, two weeks. COVID, right? So he's coming into it. And on the other side of the ball, you've got like the number three RB on the too. year. Yeah. I mean, Cook is still, you know, as long as he's healthy, you don't bet against that guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and and it, I think the Rams. It's like Higby's out there, but they don't have a dynamic tight end. No. And and yeah. um, you know, I just it's it's you're right. There's it's like the Rams. It's like some weeks everything clicks, but it still doesn't feel like it fully clicks. Yeah, there's, you know? there's just something they're missing to be that team that we thought. Like initially, we thought they were going to be with the addition of Stafford and you know all this. It's like the pieces are there, but. Either they're not putting them together right, or just something's just missing. They're missing right. that one thing that. But so I mean that that really, like you said, can very well be anybody's ball game. The Vikings can come out and just 
Yeah. I'm not going to say walk away with it, but win the game. And, well, and the Vikings nowhere. are trash against the pass, so if the Rams get going on that pass game and Cooper Cup just goes out there and starts absolutely Van eating lunch and yeah. Van Jefferson catches a couple deep bombs, it could be over before it even starts. And then again, the Rams could throw a couple picks like they've been known to do, and all of a sudden the Vikings got a new life and they keep it close. So yeah. I, think the, I think the first quarter to me is going to dictate – how that game goes. If, they, if the Rams come out the first quarter, they, they go down, score, they shut them down, and maybe by the beginning of the second quarter they score again and the Vikings are kind of reeling right off the cuff. They yeah. kind of take that run game away, and now the Vikings are stuck in a passing situation. I think that at that point the Rams are going to control that game and shut them down. But if the Vikings can figure out how to limit the pass game and force the Rams to run the ball or they can get a couple of early turnovers, then they can keep that game close and then it's going to really – you know, it could turn into a slugfest. One thing is the Vikings need that game to be dirty. Yeah. They need it to be, yeah. you know, punch for punch. Because if it's if it's going to be high flying and slinging the ball over the field, the, the Vikings are going to get outgunned real fast. Where are they at with Madison? Is, should he be back next week? He was out with COVID this last he week. He was. Right? I, ha, I don't think he's been activated yet, but I'm not 100% sure on that. He's, is, is for a backup running back, he is essential to the Vikings, in my opinion, because – you know, when they take Dalvin out, mm-hmm. the defense still has to worry about Madison. Yeah, yeah. But this last week without Madison, they were running. If Dalvin's a, 100, Madison's like a 94. Exactly. So, so, I mean, you got that one-two punch with their running backs that the defenses have to prepare for, where, you know, with a lot of these other ones, they got the one punch and the we don't have to load the box. Right. We can kind of set back. He's going to pass. Yeah, unless – now, if Daryl Henderson's out there, then you got kind of the same thing with him and Michelle. Yeah. Although neither one of them – they're both about as good as Madison. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. they're both Madison backs. Yeah, and, and then, neither one of them are Dalvin. But but if you only got one of them, then it's just kind of the same exactly, situation. It's easy to yeah. predict what's going to happen because right. they're not – and that's – what is it, Obig oh, – a big way or um, a good, uh, oh, you, you talk, oh, yeah, the yeah. other back that they used this last oh, week, the Vikings uh, used Goom- behind Goomba Wale. Whatever. Sorry for mispronouncing it. If you I listen think it's to our go- podcast, I think it's a Goomba Wale, but I don't. Wale, know. yeah, that sounds familiar. But I mean, he he's just not that. No, mad. he's not. No, the no, that's back. the guy that's on the. I think he's on Tampa. Um, Mbakwe, I think it's Mbakwe. That kind of sounds familiar too. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Mbakwe. It's it's O M something I think, yeah, but, it's but in, yeah, it's in Bakway. But he's not that Madison back, so no. it was kind of easy to predict when he took the field. He's they a special didn't teams guy, much, but so yeah, I mean he's young and he's quick and all that. But he yeah, he's, when he yeah, comes he, on the field, they're not stacking the box. Exactly. About the run. Yeah, they're not they're not stressing the run at all. So oh, we're talking what, about uh, Keen, the rookie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's in Bakway. I'm oh, pretty sure. Sure. N W A N G W U. Yeah. In Bakway. Yeah. But I mean that's what I'm talking about. Like he's he's not Alexander Madison. Oh no so no no. They kind of they and don't, I think he's kind of prone to fumble if I'm not mistaken. I think he's fumbled in a couple key times. He, well, I know the Has Lions he? running back. It's either it might be guy got a lion. The Lions o- got a o- guy. Obanogwe or yeah they got a, that's who I'm thinking of. Dude. Never mind. <laughs> he's he's I think he's fumbled every time he's touched the yeah, ball. Yeah okay never mind. <laughs> okay I was just getting confused with the with the look. whenever the Lions want to turn it over they give him the ball <laughs> and it just happens. So <laughs> uh, so yeah so I think that I just think it's gonna be an interesting game just it really because should be. the Vikings are a team that you know you don't know what they're gonna be you well, don't know and, and if the Rams, and it's not prime time so you know you could get the good kink well that and I mean if the Rams lose tonight I mean which by all accounts they shouldn't but if if the Rams lose tonight we could be looking at a have to win to make playoffs kind of situation next week you could have so, said uh, you could have said early Sunday. If the Cardinals lose today <laughs> to the Lions, I mean, by all accounts, they shouldn't. They're totally going to win. Yeah. But if the, if the Cardinals lose, yeah, you could have said the same thing. And then exactly. they went and got their freaking space smashed. But that's what I'm saying, though. I mean, you're looking at a completely different ball game, depending on whether the Rams win tonight, because they may have to win next week. That's and, true. You know what I mean? And that turns into a, a different situation. They make it lax if they win this, this week, because I think it puts them in – pretty comfortable playoff position. Right. Well, so. the thing is, the Rams are still in that fight for that first-round bye. Mm-hmm. So, they could – I think because you only get one bye with the new oh, playoff yeah, yeah. format. With, yeah. So, there's only one team, so everybody's fight for that one bye. And currently, right now, uh, the Packers have it, but the Rams are still in the mix for that. So That's what I'm saying. So, it, yeah. it could it – could that could be a game-changer as well. The, I have no the doubt the Rams want to come out there and just dick-punch the Vikings, but it's just going to be like, hey, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So here's the game we were mentioned earlier. The Bills coming in to play the Patriots shouldn't. I don't know what the weather's supposed to be, but I don't think it's going to be what it was the last time these two teams yeah. played. 
So it's going to be interesting to see them get out there. The Bills are a team that's been reeling lately. You know, even in their wins lately, they haven't looked good. And, uh, of course, uh, you know, Allen's nursing the sprained foot. Um, they, they're they running the ball over 20-something times a game. Singletary's emerging as their top back. So yeah, For now. Yeah. And they're still not activating Moss to run out there. Yeah, really, so, you know, how bad is Zach Moss? He's just been a healthy scratch. Exactly. Uh, Breida's been getting all the – Yeah, with Matt Breida being the one, he's not even really getting worked. It's been no. mostly Singletary. Yeah, so. they, they have – they have settled on Singletary, and they're going to they're going to go with it. I guess until he proves yeah. them otherwise. Brady came out that first game, looked great, and then the next one he fumbled, and they're like, "Nah, okay. yeah, get a, you yeah. are stepping back." Yeah, yeah. yeah you and Matt Moss backs, go sit dude. on the bench. And, and see, it's, uh, it's sometimes with these backs, these unestablished backs, when they go out there, they fumble one time, and it's like. Never hear from him again. Yeah. Dalvin Cook can fumble four times in a game, and he's not getting pulled. Well, he plays the next game with an injury, so, <laughs> yeah. he's, so. he's automatically injury-designated every fumble. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, and then, of course, on the other side of the ball, the Patriots, you know, they got kind of smacked last week um, against with by the Colts. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, you know, what's that mean for them? They're playing at home. I know – Belichick wants to beat the Bills. I know that McDermott, after how he got beat last time, yeah. and it hurt his pride, because you can tell that from the things he said in the press conference, I know that he wants to go in there and prove something as Patriots. So does that mean maybe they press too hard? You know, Belichick is as good as he is at coaching. He's also good at fucking with your head. Yep. And, uh, of course, they're going to do everything they can to shut down Diggs. So it could be a you know, it could be a game for old, old um, freaking Gabriel Davis out there. Who's emerging? Yeah, and when you know? you're and you're looking at right now, there's a good there's a good strong possibility who we know isn't vaccinated. Cole Beasley went on the IR. That's list right. Today. Yeah, we he's, he's we know he's completely against the vaccination. He's, he, you can almost count him out. So yeah. there's a great possibility. So yeah. Gabriel Davis is the man he, essentially yeah, right now. Right. You and, know, and Daw- well, actually, I think that might help Dawson Knox more. It, it helps Dawson Knox. Yeah, Cole Beasley is more that over the middle third down. You know, mm-hmm. short. Pass catch guy, so I think Dawson Knox could be a really good play, even though the Patriots are really are bad against, against are really good, really against, good tight against tight ends. Yeah, um, you could see more of Dawson Knox playing in that slot role and doing more of those uh, you know, those slot receiver type routes as opposed to playing the traditional tight ends. So it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. And Emmanuel Sanders may or may not be back. I I think it's better if he's not back because that I means that they won't try to put him out there over Davis, yep. who I think is the better receiver. So, you know, I, I, I'm I, sitting here looking at the Patriots, and, and I'm thinking if Damian Harris is out there, they well, got the full complement. That's another one, too, that's been nursing the injury, you know, since the last time they played Damian yeah. Harris. We don't know how he's going to be to affect it. So, And the Bills have been giving up chunks in the run game. Oh, yeah. So, you know, even if he doesn't get out there, you know, it could be a good game for um, Ramondre Stevenson. And uh, Brandon Bolden, you know, had a good game, you know, on that pass catching side. So, you know, the, the biggest thing is is the Patriots, it, Who's it, any playmaker is going to show up on the wide receiver front. You know, all those guys are just kind of solid dudes. There's no real dynamic receiver. But they've been getting it done without that. So I think that's going to be a really good game. I'm, I'm really pumped to watch that game because I think we'll get a more accurate idea of what these teams are when they play in better weather. And it's not all about a scheme as opposed to more of who's got the better players. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Well, if it comes down to a run game, the Patriots are going to walk all over it. If there's any chance Allen can throw the ball and do some stuff, it makes it a better game. Right. I mean, and the Patriots' defense is stout, and they're known for shutting down your number one guy. So we'll just see if Diggs can get open. But I think it's really going to – if if Gabe Davis gets involved early and often, it could be a long day for the Patriots. Yeah, oh, yeah. So uh, we'll, end on, we'll, we'll do one more game. I mean, there's a couple more, but we're just going to hit on this one. The Ravens at the Bengals. Uh, we don't know who's quarterbacking for the Ravens right now. Um, we're, we're waiting to see. They're hoping if Lamar practices tomorrow, we should know more tomorrow based off of uh, what they're saying in Baltimore um, about Lamar's availability. But even without that, you know, yeah. Huntley went out there and looked great. So um, he, he, you know, I think he has – he was more accurate in his play recently than Lamar's been lately yeah and passing the ball and then on top of that like we saw same type of quarterback they didn't have to change the game script at, at all. all right which is you know that's really nice to have to do when right you have your backup come in you get the same playbook <laughs> Huntley's been in the league for a while so he's a you know he's a seasoned vet out there he's he's, he's not the moment's not too big for him and uh and, and I think he's 
I think he's relishing it because he's also auditioning, you know, to try to get a starting job or, you know, try to at least be able to compete for one somewhere else. So, you know, um, Mark Andrews is an absolute animal. And one thing is Huntley knows how to get the ball to Mark Andrews. I, that's that's what I was going to say. I, my biggest takeaway is if, if the Bengals can somehow take Mark Andrews out of the game, I think Huntley looks like a third-rate quarterback. I mean, both of his touchdowns last week, to, that he passing touchdowns were both to Mark Andrews. One of his touchdowns he ran in was because of a block from Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews is just this monster that's that's right yeah. now pulling the Ravens through. They He put the Ravens on their shoulders and is helping right. them do everything they're doing right now. I yeah. don't think they got the win, but, I mean, it's still – it was they against, competed. It was I mean, the they only lost by a point to the Packers. Yeah, I mean, so it, was, it, it was with a backup quarterback. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I think Mark Andrews right now is their key hundred percent piece. If somehow the Bengals take him out of the game, it's going to be a bad day for the Ravens. Yeah, I personally. mean, I, I I can say that. But one thing Huntley was doing last game too, especially towards the end when they were trying to to come back, was he was getting the ball to Hollywood Brown. You know, he was getting it to him on on the outside and on them short dump offs and whatnot. And and so. You know, I don't know. You know that could a lot of that could have been that the the Packers were playing soft defense because they were up and they were just playing back a little bit and trying to protect the uh, the, the deep pass. Yeah. But keep the touchdown or the, the yeah the big yeah. play out of out of question. Well, right. one thing I know is the Ravens' run game is not going to win this game because they have not been very good. We don't know what back is going to emerge. You know, you got Latavius Murray back there and freaking Devontae Freeman. So you know, I don't. You know, it is what it is, but. You know, on top of that, um, Huntley, you know, rushed for almost 80 yards last week. So, yeah, you know, that's kind of more of what the Ravens is all about as a run team anyway. And then, of course, if if uh, Lamar's out there, you know, we'll just have to see. If he's out there, how effective can he be? Is he, is he fully healed? What's You know, what the injury is going to hold him back. So, and then we go to the other side of the ball with the Bengals, you know. They're another team that at times they look good and at times they look like trash. I mean, they got the win last week, but good God, it was ugly. Yeah. You know, Mixon looked bad. Um, Jamar Chase looked bad. The only one that looked good was Tyler Boyd. Yeah, you know? and, and Higgins looked good when he got thrown to, but he wasn't – they were doubling him up. And I don't I don't know – they've got such a great receiving core to me. I don't know how one of them – or two of them don't shine all the time. You know what right. I mean? Like, lately it's been Chase and Higgins – Chase and Higgins, and then earlier when Higgins was out, it was Boyd and Higgins, right? Or excuse me, Boyd and Chase, Boyd and Chase. And but this last week, it was like Tyler Boyd was the only person that could yeah. catch the ball at all. I mean, yeah. Higgins had like two passes, and he looked good on getting them, but he had to fight them to get it. So and Mixon's I, nursing a sprained ankle, so we don't know what his status is going to be. And then if he is out there, what is how effective he's going to be? So. Yeah, it's and then you don't you don't really know how P. Ron turns out or Chase or um, Chris Evans, you know. As far as how they're going to handle, you know, being the guys again, but I, I don't know. It, it could be an interesting game. I, they're both kind of iffy, Andy. I went with the Bengals in my pick though, so yeah. that's probably what it'll, what it'll end up being. Antonio Davis just went to the Blue Medical Tent. Who is Antonio? Antonio Davis? Gibson. Gibson. An Antonio. Antonio Gibson. Davis <laughs> is somebody too, but I don't know. Who it is. He's Antonio Banderas's <laughs> third cousin or something. Uh. But yeah, what is the blue medical tent? Is that that's not, the the trainer's tent? That is not good. I don't know why they said blue medical tent. There's not different colored medical tents. <laughs> I know. I'm yeah. like, what does the blue medical tent mean? Is, is this it, bad? Is that worse than the red medical tent? Or <laughs> they just took him to the orange medical tent? Oh, which well, is, that's downgrade. That means that's, that's better. Smog. It's just like code orange. Yeah. Which uh, so that's something everybody needs to pay attention to. Then, because I know this game will be done by the time y'all are listening to this. But if something's significant with Gibson and McKissick, and McKissick, then Jarrett Patterson would be your next running back up. And whoever they go and, and grab. Yeah. Um, uh, Lev Bell. Lev Bell. Lev Bell will be, <laughs> Lev Bell next, will be week. On, next week will be on Washington. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Well, if, if he comes out and plays one game for the Bucks, I'm sure they'll release him and then Washington can grab him off of yeah, they Yeah, he better not play this weekend. I've been holding on to Ronald Jones. Is it not crazy? All year. Would it not be the shittiest Tampa Bay thing to do for them to with, come on, when's Ronald Jones, when's Ronald Jones, and then all of a sudden they sign oh Bell and only use Bell all If I'm Ronald or? Jones, I go, I give my, I, I just quit. I, yeah, I just, I, I look, just walk. Like, I'm, I'm free going to ballet. I'm season anyways, bye. I walk up to Bruce Arians, I flip him off straight to his face, and I yep. walk off the field. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's. But it would definitely be a Tampa Bay thing, yeah. like, the way we've seen their their back. Well, the only thing is, is Bruce Arians came out and said, and I don't know you. Can oh yeah, yeah. Hold what you you take it for what you want, but he said it's Ronald Jones time. I remember week four so, of this season. Yeah. he said. <laughs> So, <laughs> Ronald uh, Jones is the guy we're going to uh, give him more opportunity. Yeah, and so, but he as made, he sat on yeah, the bench. Yeah, <laughs> as he sat on the bench and watched Leonard Fournette run the ball 412 times. Yep. So oh, there it is, man. getting ready for week 16, second week of the playoffs with the COVID and, and Omicron out there just absolutely laying waste to the uh, NFL landscape. Keep an eye on your ticker. Keep an eye on uh, everything going on on your teams and, and try to uh, prepare as best you can. Have as many, especially if there's late games, have as many uh, substitutions as you can possibly fit on your bench to protect yourself. Yes. Because um, you don't ever know. Like, uh, uh, you know, you have a last-minute COVID something right before a game, and all of a sudden, you, you know, you don't have anybody to play. Or you in. read a message wrong and yeah. think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're in a full panic mode. You're like, so. oh, my God. But uh, anyway, I hope you guys have a good week and hope you all get that average finish. We'll talk to yes. you next week. Later. Uh, Merry, Merry Christmas. Happy uh, holidays out there oh, as yes. well. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Uh, holla. Later. <laughs>